0: betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
1: what's up rams fans welcome into rams showcase i am your host sheriff joe bags on this episode of rams showcase SoFi Stadium hits the gym, plus the initial 53-man roster is in. Let's react to it. And later, we take a peek around the rest of the West. Ram Showcase does currently have t-shirts. They are for sale. There is information in the description wherever you are listening to me right now. We'll also talk about it a little bit later. Also, there's some new merch on the way. And make sure you follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media outlets. Just search Rams Showcase. And it should pop up there. It's at Ram Showcase just about everywhere. Let's go ahead and start with the news. The NFL Top 100 list finally wrapped up, so we do finally know where all of our LA Rams sit. And if you haven't heard by now, well, the Rams had three players in the top 10. That is one more than any other team, as the Chiefs did have two uh, at that top 10 two Mahomes at eight and then uh, Travis Kelsey at t- 10. Jalen Ramsey slips in at number nine uh I had him in that 11 to 14 range but hey that is not a complaint at all I'm absolutely cool with being uh being wrong there and it just goes to show that um despite what any media outlets are saying the players themselves have massive amounts of respect for Jalen Ramsey and'll I'll be honest I think that maybe there's potential that he could have even been higher but he has so many enemies. Uh, That's that I think that 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 came into play, that maybe some people were not maybe boosting him as much as uh, they wanted to uh, simply because he's maybe hurt their feelings in the past, which is, I mean, honestly, a real option. I'm not just saying that to be funny, like that is probably something that that is real, at least with a couple of the the players that voted. Cooper Cup comes in at number four, definitely the highest that he's ever appeared on this list. He was, I mean, an unbelievable season. One of the best wide receiver seasons that we've ever seen. It was a he was a triple crown winner, Super Bowl MVP. I mean, what else can you ask for out of a wide receiver? That is an unbelievable season. Hoping to get uh, maybe even close to matching that, although that is a generational type season. So, uh, if he doesn't get the triple crown and Super Bowl MVP again, I don't know if I would say, like, oh, Cooper Cup's lost it. You know, maybe just teams are paying more attention to him the addition of Allen Robinson, but number four, Cooper cup absolutely deserves that. So stoked to have uh Cooper cup as a Ram and in the top five, top 100. And Aaron Donald does come in at number two. It feels like he probably should have been number one, but you know, that Tom guy down there in Florida, uh, he tends to get a decent number of votes. Aaron Donald has only gotten, uh, the top spot one time which I do find interesting, but he's been number two forever. Like He's always been that number two guy, but Aaron Donald is uh, number one in our hearts and uh, that's really all that matters. All right, moving on. Sofi stadium undergoes some upgrades. There's going to be all kinds of new things going on for the fan experience at Sofi stadium. If you were there last year, well, that place is almost perfect. So it's like, how do you make something that's so perfect uh, even better? Well, that's what Stan Kroenke's doing out here, all right? So there's going to be a new fan zone. Uh, the food and drink upgrades, which, honestly, that's not that big of a stretch uh, to upgrade the food and drink that were taking place at SoFi Stadium last year. Uh, pretty pretty easy to do that, I should say. So uh, there's going to be a new burger uh, as well as some fries on that. Uh, so the loaded pastrami sandwich sounds absolutely delicious. They got the deluxe beef barbacoa or chicken nachos. That sounds like a solid option. The p- ch- pastrami cheese fries, which I feel... Like, it's going to be an underrated menu item on this one. Uh, there's also going to be some new vegan options if that is uh, the, your lifestyle. Upgrades to the pizza market as well. The ticket scanning, this is all revamped. And if you've been to SoFi Stadium, again, this one here should excite you. It looks like we'll be able to get in a little bit faster uh, into the game. So uh, there's going to be a lot of machines helping. Like, you can scan your phone or, like, just touch your phone. You know what I mean? Or you can like scan it with the the little rotating barcode that that appears on there. Uh, There's also what they call the the Evolve security screeners, um, which is really you just walk through and it knows if you have guns or something on you. So uh, that technology is way above my brain capacity, but uh, pretty cool stuff. And it sounds like people will be able to get in a lot or a lot faster into the game. The pregame tailgate, which honestly a little bit perfect in my eyes as well so uh upgrades here sound very difficult but the Hollywood Park casino getting fancy um i think though i there's a there was a whole list of, of of things that were going on with this new uh the new tailgating options but i don't think that for myself specifically and this could be different for you of course but i think for myself specifically i just want to go into the pink lot and crack open a few cold one cold ones with the boys that kind of sounds right up my alley so i'll probably stick with that uh, as far as my path on on pre-gaming and tailgating. Um, but it sounds like there's going to be multiple options if uh, maybe maybe just sitting in a parking lot doing shots at like 1030 in the morning. Maybe that's not your lifestyle. Um, not it. It's not for everybody. That's for sure. Um, also, some new signage. Uh, ultimately, I'm pretty indifferent on this, but it sounds like uh, there's potential that this could could make your uh, pre-game photos uh, for your you know first trip to SoFi Stadium even a little bit better. That's pretty cool stuff. There's a, a Rams land kids zone getting set up. And this is perfect because target the young ones. You know what I mean? Like we have these LA Rams fans. Like there's a little bit of a gap there because of that time in St. Louis, but you have the the Rams fans who had been around since, you know, seventies, eighties, stuff like that. And, and then uh, seeing the Rams return, they were all for it. But then there was that 20 years in there where uh new, like, Kids being born and being brought up with football and stuff like that. They have no no local teams. So they're kind of all over the place. So the Rams coming back in, uh, they've been there for a little bit now, but uh, you kind of target the kids, get them into it, get their their emotions involved into being Rams fans, and then you're just locking them in long term, which is pretty sweet stuff. That one, though, is gonna be off the north end off of touchdown drive. Uh, that's where you'll be able to find that kid zone. And then the ramped up. In the American Airlines Plaza, uh, where you can also get, uh, you can get some artists to paint your face and decorate your hair, which is awesome. I currently have a mullet. If I could make this thing look Rams as well, dude, yes, about all of that. Uh, So, yeah, a lot of upgrades coming to SoFi Stadium this year. There's even more that I am not going to mention right here, but uh, uh, I, I... I encourage you to check it out yourself, especially if you are going to be participating in any SoFi games this year. Uh, so it's going to be an awesome time. That place, though, is already unbelievable. It's a, it's a happy place. from being real. That's like <laughs> love that. Also, like the tailgating, like walking around, seeing people and just like meeting people that I had been Facebook friends and stuff for years or, or have watched my show for years. Or I never got to meet. That was just that was the best. I, I can't even put it into words how much fun that was. All right, so uh, moving on, uh, the Rams hurt uh, 49er safety Jimmy Ward's feelings, and apparently he felt the need to let the media know about this. So uh, Ward mentioned that when the 49ers, they defeated the Rams both times in the regular season, uh, that the Rams just were poor sports. They didn't want to shake hands, stuff like that. And then after the NFC Championship game, that's when the Rams kind of changed their tune and wanted to do some handshakes. And yeah, listen, I get it. I get the whole sportsmanship thing. We're all here for all that, of course. Um, After the game, though, no matter how it went, you want to see people shake hands, say good game, just move on with it. All right. But I just didn't think that when that didn't happen, that a grown man would feel the need to let the media know and hence the world know that it really hurt his feelings. So Jimmy Ward, interesting, interesting play. Interesting play. Next up, uh, according to multiple sources, the Rams are just barely over the salary cap, so you can't expect a corresponding move to free up. Uh, it's less than a million that the, the Rams are currently over the salary cap, so may or may not actually be a, a big move. And actually, like it may not even be newsworthy, especially for Rams fans like we might hear somebody restructured their deal. And to us, that's just that's just normal day to day life. People restructuring deals to to free up some salary cap, you know, like that is not crazy at all. But that also begs the question, where would that money come from if we were to bring back an Odell Beckham Jr., which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another little mild conspiracy theory here. What if the Rams are waiting to sign OBJ so that they can put them on short term IR and then just like kind of hit that window? Does that make any sense? Maybe. I don't know. That's not in my notes. I that just that just came out of my brain. All right. And so yeah, and also I mean let's not forget we're dealing with Les Snead and Tony Pastores over here. Like they they're just going to figure this out. Uh the the fact that the Rams are over the cap uh that doesn't actually mean anything to us right now. Um and also the the Rams every team needs to be below the cap uh by Tuesday. I know like what happens like you just can't like sign any more players, but like Nothing that bad. Like you don't like forfeit or I don't know either way. We're going to be fine. It's a very, very close to uh, being under the cap. So uh, it'll be a a quick move. Some quick transactions. Um, I I obviously am not going to go over every transaction that happened in this last week because it's like a million of them. So uh, just a couple of things that I did want to touch on Uh, a player that some of us have been following and his path has been rather interesting over these last few really months, I would say his whole 2022 has been a little bit crazy, but former Rams tight end Kendall Blanton, he did get waived uh, in the cut process by the Washington Commanders and now has signed to the Kansas City Chiefs practice squad. So felt like a little like a like a slippery slope for Mr. Blanton over here as he was, you know, catching touchdowns in the playoffs for the LA Rams. And then uh, he, kind of, he he's an early cut, too. And then goes to the Washington Commanders, who I mean, he goes from like the best stadium in the universe to maybe the worst, and and then he gets cut from there, and then now he's on a practice squad. So it just seemed like a crazy path for Kendall Blanton, and then uh, linebacker Chris Garrett. He did clear waivers after being cut in the in the process, down to fifty three, and then he also did not come back to the Rams practice squad because he cleared the waivers, no practice squad. So what I would say right now, I know that some fans are still like, "Well, hey, Hardy's down, maybe we can get Chris Garrett back." I'm just gonna go ahead. Uh, I'm going to rip this bandaid off now. I think Chris Garrett's time as a Ram is done. And I think that we should probably move on from that. And that's not because I don't like Chris Garrett because I was a fan and I was rooting for him. um, But it doesn't it doesn't feel like he's he's going to return uh, and and be a Ram. Maybe I'm wrong. And that would be totally fine by me. And then, of course, the Rams did place linebacker Daniel Hardy on IR. He is a rookie, uh, but he is expected to be back uh, at some point. All right, we'll take a quick break here, and on the other side, um, I'm going to talk about uh, mainly everything that I got wrong in my 53-man roster prediction, so don't go. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Go anywhere. Welcome back into Rams Showcase. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. Uh, you might notice a little bit of a wardrobe change. That will go back. Uh, I just I recorded this uh, this segment about Aaron Donald, and then I I realized it. I don't know if I got the point across that I wanted to get across. So I just got back from work, and I wanted to kind of just re readdress that that segment of it. So um, just wanted to talk about Aaron Donald. This is an LA Rams show, and I didn't really want to touch this topic, but uh, again, it's an LA Rams show, and I it's it's a pretty big deal involving uh, the Los Angeles Rams, a very heavy media cycle that took place with Aaron Donald. So I just wanted to mention that it, this did not look good for Aaron Donald. Uh, you're a future Hall of Famer. You are the face of the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. I say Los Angeles like that because it's such a huge market. We are going to be in the spotlight all of the time. This is not St. Louis anymore, and that's going to happen. Um, what I will mention, though, is... Different stories that I've heard from different NFL players at different, uh, different teams, different eras of my life, anything like that. And especially since this happened, um, there's a, been a lot of players that have come out and said that, you know what, maybe not necessarily helmets, but stuff like this is happening at just about every joint practice, uh, if not also uh, just practices within your own team. Also, why were the Los Angeles Rams and Cincinnati Bengals put in a joint practice with each other? Did we anticipate that no emotions would be involved? And of course, yes. The first day went absolutely great, but it almost like it's almost like the rosters took that as a challenge. Like going into day two was like, "All right, you think we're soft? (laughs) And like you think that was the most well behaved practice of all time? We'll show you." And of course, you know, we we heard from Sean McVay; he didn't want to have to deal with any of this stuff. And it's unfortunate that it happened. Um, What I will say about this topic is, I absolutely I, I hated it. I hate that the that Aaron Donald was seen doing this stuff. I hate it it got such massive amounts of media feedback on it uh, because ultimately I think that that part was unnecessary. Uh we don't need to know what Mike Florio and all of these other people I I I'm going to just single out Mike Florio for no reason. I don't I don't hate the guy or anything like that but uh, we're at Rich Eisen. I'll throw out another name out there. <laughs> so um it it didn't need to be brought to their attention for them to discuss it. I don't think that that was necessarily where it just it needed to go. And like I said I hated seeing that uh, you don't want to see your, your future hall of famer, your superstar on your football team uh, doing anything like that. What I will say is that based on the fan reaction of, of this and seeing some fans, absolutely like even Rams fans, I'm not just, uh not just, you know, going to throw throw that at every other fan base, but uh, the, the fact that different Rams fans were coming out and saying he needs to be suspended. He needs to get fined, He needs to do all this stuff. Um, of course, we do know the rule. It was discussed pretty heavy that uh, the NFL doesn't get involved when it's a practice, and for a reason, it's not necessarily intended to be public. Um, these these are things that happen behind closed doors, and of course, you can mention Miles Garrett. That was on primetime football, and yes, that does make a difference. Um, I it it just it just does. I mean, and I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with the fact that it's a difference, but. If you're the NFL, it is completely viewed as a, as a different situation entirely. So based on the fan reaction of what I've seen, um, including Rams fans, I will say that this, this group of people, and I'm not trying to target anybody. I'm not trying to trash anybody, but the group of people that think that Aaron Donald should be suspended for this and should be fined for this or should miss the whole season for this, uh, you've been very sheltered from a lot of things that go on in the NFL and that's awesome. I love that for you. But um, there's a lot of things. If every single practice was filmed, if every single joint practice uh, released footage of all of the fights, if you could see the fight from not, you know, across the entire field um, and then because uh, there's been Rams included in, in different fights as well, um, going back to St. Louis days, all that stuff. So uh, if you could see all of that, the based on the reaction to people at this Aaron Donald news. I don't know if these people would watch the NFL anymore. It's a very violent game and emotions get high. Aaron Donald also, he frustrates people. He practices at full speed. He's like Sean McVay has said it. He'll wreck your practice. And then you're you're trying to get stuff done. And Aaron Donald's just out here just going full speed and blowing up all your plays. When you're an opposing team who is not in that same locker room with Aaron Donald all the time, you're going to get frustrated. And when those people get frustrated, they do and or say something. And then that's when Aaron Donald typically reacts, and and I only say that because I will defend Aaron Donald here, and to a to a certain extent, I hated the actions, but I also don't think that it was like, hey man, that was a really good play, and then Aaron turns around like, what? Did you? <laughs> I do I don't, just don't think that that's what happened. All right, so I think that that has to ha- absolutely has to be considered, um, but also I will never say that your emotions are unjustified. Whatever you feel about the situation, that is correct. I mean, you're allowed to feel that way, and I'm not, tr- I'm not here to tell you to change the way that you feel. I'm not here to tell you that what you feel is not right or it's wrong because you don't know enough about the other fights in the NFL and like that. You're absolutely justified. It didn't look good. One hundred percent. It did not look good. Um, Opinions also, uh, whatever you think about it, inherently opinions cannot be wrong. What you think like what what your opinion is, I can't tell you that's wrong, but that is your opinion. I mean, it's inherently correct. Um, So what I will say is um, that that stuff happens it's not necessarily always public when stuff happens this one unfortunately was um but it seems like the the Los Angeles Rams have moved on if i feel comfortable saying that Aaron Donald has moved on and unless i've missed something entirely uh we have actually not seen the Cincinnati Bengals even comment on this situation unless i've missed it feel free to drop links or anything below uh, I have not heard anything about the Cincinnati Bengals being like, I need, we need him suspended. We think he should get suspended. I was like, I haven't seen any of that. So um, I, I I agree with the lack of punishment. That's just my opinion, though. Feel free to feel however you want to. That's not what I'm here to tell you to change. Uh, but I, I, I felt like I wanted to get that point across. And I don't think that that came across in my original recording of this segment. So what I will say now is that we are on to the Buffalo Bills. Ah, stop, 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 stop. I know. We are on to the Buffalo Bills. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, fifty-three man roster. All right, so here's my initial thoughts to kind of uh, to to prepare your brain for this. All right, so there are a few pleasant surprises that happened. Uh, cutting down to fifty-three. Jake Hummel. That's awesome. Uh, looks like he should be. Uh, he could be active on game days uh, for special teams. Pierre Thomas. Um, he is also uh, expected to be active, at least in some capacity. Sometimes, maybe. Uh, Lance McCutcheon he is expected to be inactive per Les Snead's comments but he does make the roster and let's keep in mind that um, like I don't think that the Rams didn't want to keep Lance McCutcheon but I do think that the Rams had full intentions of him probably just being a practice squad guy but because of his his preseason performance uh, I don't think that the Rams expected that he would clear waivers which I think is totally reasonable I also think that the Rams didn't like I don't think he would have cleared waivers so if the Rams wanted to keep him in any capacity, you kind of just got to get him on the 53, which makes total sense to me. I did project him being cut, um, but in a way he almost is. I mean, Les needs calling this a, a, a red shirt season for for Lance McCutcheon. I wouldn't expect to see him this year unless we see some injuries along that uh, in that wide receiver room. And then uh, also no Rams cuts were claimed off of waivers. So the Rams had their pick of any of the guys that they cut to bring back to their own practice squad. Let's go ahead and start, though, uh, with the quarterbacks. The Rams did keep three. I projected just two with uh, the Wolf being cut, Uh, but the Rams do decide to keep both Perkins and Wolf or Wolford. Um, I don't know if the Rams if this was a situation where the Rams thought that maybe neither of them would clear waivers. So they wanted to just go ahead and keep both. But I was surprised to see if the Rams keep three quarterbacks, uh, considering Stafford's history of just being tough and 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 power and through stuff and then also i mean i think perkins is better than wolford so i think that um it'll be rather interesting to see how that depth chart going into week one how that kind of looks um but obviously we'll know that right away uh, we'll know at that first day of uh if if perkins is is inactive or if he's the one that's active but i don't anticipate three being active i think that would be overkill but um yeah so the rams do keep three quarterbacks on the roster the running back position I did get this one right that's not necessarily a brag Um, there's no surprises here though Uh, I'm pumped to see what Williams can do on this offense and uh, we were expecting him, expecting to see him in that final preseason game but then we heard from Sean McVay that he did not play because he does project to be an important piece on this offense so that begs the question of course I want to see him on the field first and I got to like make sure that that information is known I want to see him out there on an NFL football field first because we have not yet seen that. But is there a chance that uh, the way that he's being talked about could he slip into r b two over Daryl Henderson? That'll be something to watch out for. But like I said, again, not going to be able to say this one enough. I want to see him out there first. I'm not going to say that he's better than Hendo if we haven't even seen him yet because Hendo, I don't hate Hendo, but he always there's something there that I just I, I, I want a little bit more out of Hendo. You know what I mean? So. Uh, But either way, four running backs uh, remain. But Regis did get added to the practice squad. At wide receiver, the Rams end up keeping seven here. And uh, based on Sneed's comments, uh, Kutch it looks like he was kept to avoid him being maybe claimed by another team. Uh, But he is expected to be inactive most of this season. Uh, He called it kind of a red shirt year for Kutch. Um, And then I'm also really surprised and. I'm kind of confused at how many Rams fans via the social media networks uh, who thought that uh, Ben Skaronic's roster spot was in question. Um, I was very surprised by that. I know that some people have different emotions about Ben Skoranek and I know like this is also a weird thing too, because I've been super critical of Benny Sko, but then the second that everybody else is critical about it, I like kind of like defend him more. I'm like, all right, Hey, you leave Skow alone. All right. <laughs> like, I'm the only one that could trash it like, kind of thing. But either way, um, I was super surprised to see that, um, that, that how many fans were like, Oh, Lance McCutcheon will beat out Benny Sko. I mean, it's just not true. So um, preseason games, they can, they can be deceptive. That is uh that is a deceiving couple of games at the tight end position. The Rams only keeping two here. Uh, I did think Harris would make it, but uh, he did of course get added to, uh, to the practice squad. Uh, but the Rams keeping seven wide receivers, three quarterbacks, it makes sense that Harris would not be included there. And we also do know that Lance McCutcheon's performance, based on Snead's comments, uh, did, push, uh, did, did push Jacob Harris down on the depth chart and eventually off of the 53. But honestly, with the way that the Rams run a lot of 11 personnel, which is one tight end, one running back, and then three wide receivers, it makes sense that the Rams would only keep two, although I don't think that this position group is done being touched uh, with Tyler Higby and 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 Hopkins down there right now, I think that's a fine combo. Um, but uh, you know, Bryson is I, I like Bryson, so I think that he's a a solid T E two. Um, uh, but I don't think that the Rams are done messing with this position. And I also like the initial 53-man roster. The word initial there I think is extremely important. Um, because that's not done. Like the roster is never done. It's an ever-evolving mechanism that is never completed. So I do anticipate some moves there on the offensive line. The Rams end up keeping eight. Um, I had our Curie making the roster. Um, and then the other eight I did, uh, I did get accurate, but, uh, he is brought back on the practice squad. He figures to be one of those guys that if the Rams do have any injuries, he'll be, he'll be up on the roster, uh, pretty standard. So, uh, Coleman Shelton also, he is your starting right guard. Uh, he was already winning the job over Logan Bruss. And then when Bruss went down, just kind of cemented that. Um, I I kind of commented somewhere. I don't remember where that um, that like the Bruss deal was like he was going to be a backup anyway. And I, I had a few people that were like, "Backup to who? What are you talking about? Like Coleman Shelton, what are you talking about, man? Coleman Shelton, he's been on this path to eventually becoming a starter for a while now. And this just like him being a starter in 2022 just makes sense. That was his path. Uh, but Colin Shelton, I think that people are going to be pleasantly surprised with Shelton. I've liked Shelton for a long time. That dude's awesome. Moving over to the defensive side of the football. So on the defensive line, I did get all six correct here. Uh, but Bobby Brown, uh, he is both injured and suspended to start the season. So we'll keep on uh, our eyes on what the Rams are planning to do with Bobby Brown as that um uh, as he does get healthy and then also comes back from suspension. So he's at least missing six weeks. He should be healthy by that time, uh, but we'll see what the Rams choose to do once that, uh, once that time comes to be. So uh, linebackers, I missed uh, inside linebackers. I did miss Jervis or Jervas as Ceciliano says. Um, and I had Hummel being cut, but I think that that last game kind of flopped that a little bit. So um, Jervis though, I, I think that he's got that ability to, to be a like a special teams or lower end roster contributor, Hummel though ain't mad about that at all. um Our top two guys though make the depth a lot less important. And Christian Roseboom, who I don't think he never gets mentioned by anybody outside of Ram Showcase. I think, but I like this dude a lot. uh He he's awesome on special teams. He's got the best hair on the roster right now, and um, and I, I like him. I think he's a good player. So uh, I think he's an underrated player. Is what I should say there. Um, not to take a shot at him, but I don't know if that came off as a shot or not. But humble though, um, like or like I said, the uh, the top two there, Bobby Wagner, B Wags, and uh, Ernest Jones. Uh, when you have those two guys as your top two inside linebackers, chances are your depth not going to be overly critical. If that makes any sense. Hi, future Joe Bags again. Just wanted to hop back into your life and. Uh, Just to let you know that when I had originally recorded, I had finished my recording and it was about 15 minutes later that the Rams did sign uh, uh, safety slash linebacker Jake Jervis back to the roster. So, of course, I will, I did make some comments that uh, that he he's he was cut, stuff like that, but he did end up uh, returning to the roster, so he is here now. Um, I also reached out to him on Twitter, Uh, I asked him if uh, my pronunciation of Jervis is correct or if Andrew Siciliano's uh, pronunciation of Jervas is correct. And then I actually got a uh, comment back, not from him, uh, that said Jervais. So you know what? We don't know. <laughs> it's essentially, is essentially, we have no idea, but he is back on the roster. Uh, outside linebacker Keir Thomas does make the roster. I did have him uh, being cut, um, but he looks like he'll be participating as depth uh, as well as some special teams action uh, if he does get active. Um, but I would expect Justin Hollins to get the majority of the reps opposite of Flo. Although with outside linebacker on this roster right now, especially with a lot of the youth that we have in that spot uh, with uh, guys like T. Lou, stuff like that, uh, I think that we'll see a decent rotation there. But Justin Hollins, I, that's another guy. I just don't think he gets enough credit for what he brings to the football field. That guy's awesome. And uh defensive backs, uh, no shocks at all in the secondary, not a single one. Um, so this is pretty standard, pretty, pretty straightforward. The Rams keep uh, the six corners and then five safeties. I nailed it on all of the picks. That's not necessarily, I don't say that to brag because I'm wrong a lot. So like being right sometimes like cool, but also, you know, it happens. You go either way. So, um, Let's see here. But I don't like that the graphics that are being put out make it look like rap is a starter over Fuller because I don't even think that that's close. I I don't think I don't myself from my perspective from where I'm sitting here in the sheriff station. I don't think that rap is better than Jordan Fuller at all. And I don't even think that's a real conversation. I think Jordan Fuller is so much better than Taylor rap. So. I don't like the way that he's just play, like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm overanalyzing. That's definitely possible. Um, but maybe there's also, maybe there's still some lingering, uh, maybe some pain still lingering for uh, Jordan Fuller as he was, he did end the season hurt last year, but so did rap. So, uh, and then uh, special teams, no shocks here. Um, no, no, no bragging rights available here. Cause there was literally no competition All right. We only had one punter. We only had one kicker. We only had one long snapper. There was literally no competition. So, of course, I got that one right. Uh, We got officially, though, the new era completely of special teams under special teams coordinator Joe D. We now have Riley Dixon punting balls. We've got Matt Gay booting balls. And then we have uh, Matthew Orzek uh, snapping the footballs, going to be going to Riley Dixon every single time that uh, comes out of Orzek's hands. All right. And in the practice squad, just a couple of mentions. Um, these these are just names that I think that would be pretty quick to get called up if anything were to happen. Uh, and also I guys that I think that we could see get called up before uh, week one, which is going to be very soon. Um, but we got A.J. Arcuri on the offensive line. Tight end Roger Carter. I do think that he could make an appearance on the 53 at some point. Benton Whitley, who I was kind of. Um, Kind of up in him all preseason, especially after that first game against the Chargers. I think that that dude's awesome, and I think that he's super raw. But if um if he can kind of hang out and not get pulled off of our practice squad, I would really like to see him make the fifty three and uh, be able to eventually make that impact. And then uh, tight end Jacob Harris. There was a weird thing that I was looking at when I when like when you pull up on the Rams app and you click on practice squad. It had Jacob Harris listed as number 66 in an offensive tackle. And I was like, wait a sec. <laughs> like, what What does this guy do? Like, he can do anything on the offense. Like, he's a tight end. He's a wide receiver. He's an offensive line. But no, it was just a weird error. And I don't know who to call. I don't have contacts to call. Be like, Hey, you messed this up. So I don't know. I know in my job who to call. Something's messed up on the, <laughs> on the website. But not for the Rams. All right. Um, before we move on, I uh, just want to mention... Ram showcase does have t-shirts and they are awesome. All right. So, uh, you can just order directly right now from, uh, from AJ, AJ dot or AJ dot RS gear at gmail.com. You can just email him directly with your size and color preference. There are two different styles in three different colors. I'll put those on screen for you. And, uh, as you can see, if you are, on the video version of this. Uh, they are awesome and they'll make you look super cool. You'll probably get a lot more dates with these. Um, you'll get a lot more high fives from random strangers. Uh, if you wear it to a job interview, probably a lock. So you know what? Go ahead and order it today and uh, then you're good to go. Um, uh, this These shirts though, I, like, I'm super stoked about these. I did want to mention, I've blown this information off way too many times. All right. So the the style that has the... Uh, the palm trees on it. That is based off the Super Bowl ring. I wish I could say that that was fully my idea, but my homie Tyler, he was the one that actually said something about that. He's like, maybe you should add palm trees to make it like the ring. And then for the last like few episodes, I feel like I've just been taking full credit on that. <laughs> so, so Tyler, hey man, thank you for that idea. And everybody else, li- listen, it was Tyler. All right. That's not my brainchild. I did not birth that one. So, um yeah that's all tyler there so make sure you order though they are just 25 bucks a piece also there is new merch on the way uh that we'll be getting i'm hoping to release that as soon as i possibly can just need to get some stuff in all right and then uh we'll be good to go on that uh, but some new stuff coming also if you do have any suggestions or maybe um maybe you're not seeing something that you do want as far as ram showcase goes feel free to reach out and and let's see what we can get done for you but uh before we uh We're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we're going to talk about the rest of the West. These other weirdos are doing some weird stuff. That's what weirdos do. They do weird stuff. We'll be back with that in a minute. Welcome back into Ram Showcase. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. It's time to hop into the rest of the West. What those other three dweebs are up to. All right. So we'll go ahead and start with the Seattle Seahawks, who have officially named Geno Smith as their week one starter. But head coach Pete Carroll, he mentions that QB competition is Always on. So essentially expect to see Locke at some point, I think is what that means. It's like, I think it was essentially he's saying like, you know, Gino, he knows our offense a little bit better right now, but he's also not great. So Drew Locke will be in there at some point, I'm sure. So uh, one thing about watching Gino Smith in the preseason, he's like gearing up. He looks like he's about to throw an absolute rocket. And then it's like a normal throw. So I don't know what's up with his arm strength right now. Maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, maybe my evaluation's way off here, but it looks like he's putting everything into it, and then it's just like a like a ten yard like pass. It's like, all right, like that's cool, you know, uh, whatever. But I also did think that it was very possible that we'd see Drew Locke in this first game, uh, considering the Seattle Seahawks do take on his former team, the Denver Broncos. And I think we can all agree those Broncos are about to wreck the Seahawks in Week One, right? Like, there's no way Russell Wilson doesn't throw like seven touchdowns in that game, right? Like, uh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be an interesting one. And then we get the Broncos on Christmas Day. I think that we're gonna murder Russell Wilson that day. Um that's gonna be his present. <laughs> um yeah, so that's gonna be fun. Uh but yeah, that week one, uh Seattle Seahawks taking on the Denver Broncos. Geno Smith is the starter. I that's gonna be a rough game. I don't know what the spread is on that one. We'll kind of talk about some stuff uh as we get into next week. Uh because we'll do a game preview next week and uh and talk about these other games. But uh, I'll look at the spreads and stuff like that, but I'm thinking I'm thinking go go Broncos even with points. I <laughs> it's, it's going to be a good one. All right, uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they are kind of limping into Week One a little bit. Uh, not sure if Zach Ertz or Justin Pugh will both play in Week One. They do anticipate to come back pretty pretty soon, but also let's not forget the D Hop is also not playing in the first six games as he is suspended. So. Uh, the, the Cardinals in recent years, they've definitely had like, um, they've exploded in the first part of the season and then comes like week 12, week 13, and they just fall apart. So, uh, with them kind of coming into the season and having like dealing with some stuff like that. And then like, you got a decently older JJ Watt, a suspended Deandre Hopkins, a beat up Zach Ertz, a, a beat up Justin Pugh. Uh, A quarterback whose most recent game was terrible. um, That was against our LA Rams in the playoffs. He would like fall down if Aaron Donald got within five yards of him. So I don't know. I mean, there's a new contract there. And of course, we didn't have an offseason. So a lot of things can happen in that time. But uh, there's something about this Cardinals team this year. I just don't think they're going to be able to start as strong. But I also do still think that they are. Who we thought they were, and they're going to fall apart in the second half of the season. So I don't know if uh, these Arizona Cardinals are going to be that big of a threat to the LA Rams. um, But another team that I do think is going to have a decent year pending some different things is the San Francisco 49ers. But they're doing some weird stuff out here. All right. So they did restructure the deal for Jimmy Garoppolo. So he is going to be sticking around. But it's so odd to me that they would want to keep him. That doesn't make any sense to me. So The second, the very second that Trey Lance throws an interception or has a bad game or has a bad couple of games, he's a real, like he's essentially a rookie. He has barely played any football in the last few years. So he's going to have like a three, four game stretch where it's probably maybe not that great. Maybe it's a little bit rough. And this fan base immediately is going to look over and be like, yo, we have this guy on the bench who's brought us to two NFC championship games recently and even a Super Bowl." And we got this this kid screwing everything up. Like, what are we doing? And then at that point, you're you're becoming pressured by your fan base to make decisions. And reasonably, I mean, I I don't think that Jimmy G is is all that. You know what I mean? But he he did play in a Super Bowl. He did. He has played in two NFC Championship games. That's the stuff that we talk about with Jared Goff. Like, well, he's played in a Super Bowl. Maybe he's not that great, but he has played in a Super Bowl. Like, that's a thing. So I don't know what these San Francisco 49ers are doing here. Um, but it is, uh, it is rather interesting. Also, I wanted to mention this tweet that, um, uh, there, 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 was referencing a, a quote from, uh, from, from Kyle Shanahan and I just wanted to, okay. So here's the, here's the tweet. This is from Adam Schefter. He said, uh, Kyle Shanahan on his QBs. When I told Trey that Jimmy's going to come back, he's like, awesome. That dude was awesome for me last year. Can't wait to be the same way. I, we can agree that there's a 0% chance that Trey Lance said that, right? Nobody talks like this. This sounds like something that like a like a writer for like a movie would would write. And then like they would look at it and be like, I don't say, I don't talk like this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, awesome. That dude was awesome for me last year. There was a 0% chance those words were said by Trey Lance. Maybe he said something along those lines. Maybe he was like, oh, cool, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? But there is 0% chance that this is a real quote. Kyle Shanahan stop lying to me dude like come on (laughs) that is gonna do it for this episode of ram showcase though we'll end on that note right there Uh, make sure you follow ram showcase on all your favorite social media that's at ram showcase just about everywhere if you would like to follow myself that's at share showbacks just about everywhere make sure you grab yourself a ram showcase t-shirt as they are absolutely awesome did want to go ahead and announce right now that um, we will be doing a live stream right here on the ram showcase youtube channel so make sure uh, if you have not yet subscribed to Ram Showcase on YouTube, you do that. Uh, as we will have a few different other Rams content creators hanging out with us. Uh, announcement of who those will all be and a time for uh, the the live stream will be announced uh, on social media later. At some point this weekend, uh, we'll announce the, the timing of that. I'm just waiting on hearing from back from one more person uh, and then we'll, we'll lock everything in. Um, and then also, I don't want to tease too much here or give away too much here but uh there is another rams youtube channel uh that i'm going to get together with uh in person and we're gonna do some ridiculous stuff so that should be coming out here soon as well um aiming for that to be out before the season and then of course we do have a thursday night game which means that uh the the entire process is now sped up it is friday as i'm doing this right now but this uh this will be out on saturday morning um but because i gotta go to like work here in a minute, but. uh, so this will be out on Saturday morning but essentially Saturday morning this is Tuesday now like you know so it's everything is super accelerated and, and fast this week so you'll basically get two back to back episodes of Ram Showcase right now uh, which is gonna be awesome for you congratulations and uh, so uh, it'll be pretty quick I'm, I'm shooting for uh, for Tuesday that that one will be out so gonna be some awesome stuff Monday's gonna be chaos for me but I'm here for all that stuff man I absolutely love chaos I thrive in chaos I think like if if you were here and you were you fell down on the ground, I would be able to handle it. That. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. What I'm saying is I'm good in emergencies, and I keep, a cool, uh, I, I keep calm. It's fine. <laughs> at Ram Showcase, at Sheriff Joe Bags, you can follow right there. Make sure you give a subscribe on the Ram Showcase YouTube channel because we are getting into the season. We got game previews all year long, hopefully all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is... This is, this. we're doing it. This is the start. Let's go get another one of those rings, dude. Let's do it. All right. That's going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. This has been Rams Showcase. And uh, for those of you who are not Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, can't thank you enough for watching. Go Rams.